0: Welcome to Your Adventure Podcast, a motivational podcast without the screaming. A hosted, unedited conversation with guests from all walks of life, sharing their own personal journey, showing that everyone has different outlooks on life, choice of career, and that success looks different for everyone. Get ready to be inspired and be enlightened of how we all have similar journeys and thoughts, anything is possible. This is your adventure podcast and this is Dustin Emery.
1: Hey guys and welcome to today's episode. This is your adventure podcast and I'm your host Dustin Emery. Uh, Today I'm joined in the studio with Ace the Suspect singer songwriter from uh, Colton, California in the Empire in the Empire. How you doing today, man?
2: I'm doing all right. Hey
1: man, it's good to have you in the studio.
2: Yeah, man, I just um you know, I I don't got much to do on the weekends especially. Usually I'm just working.
1: Yeah, where yeah. do you work right now?
2: It's a uh, little okay. private. However, I do make pizzas. You do
1: make pizza? Okay.
2: I make pizzas. All right, well, we'll just go
1: with that. We don't have to we don't have to go into it, you know, you don't have to mention, you know, like uh the brand or right, the or the right. name. I get you. I wouldn't even mention my own, you know, company that I work for. Yeah, I don't want random ass
2: people going over there. No, nah, you know I don't.
1: And you know, just keep that side, you know,
2: private. Right. I guess you could say.
1: You know. Um All right, man. Well, it's good to have you here. So, tell me uh How'd you get started into you know the songwriting game? You know, how long you been doing it for right now?
2: Honestly, I don't even know if I even have a shorter side of the story because it, it's it's pretty long. So pretty much, you
1: can summarize it any way you want. Yeah,
2: pretty much. It, it's uh, um, like before we start recording, I said like maybe six or seven years. Mm-hmm. And so like kind of how I first started, I, I was just kind of like messing around. You know, I, I was a, I was a freshman in high school, mm-hmm. and um, I, I was I was the class clown, pretty much. I, I never paid attention. Well, I mean, I did pay attention, but I never enough put to in get my passing work. grades. Yeah, exactly.
1: Gotcha. I got you. I think a lot of people do that now.
2: Yeah, man. Like, you should see my GPA and my transcript, man. Like, okay. I I sh- I swear to you, people say that it's impossible. I swear to you, it's like point thirty something, thirty eight. Really? Yeah. Is that low? It's that low. But you
1: passed. But well, you
2: graduated, right? I did graduate.
1: Well uh on time or or, or maybe later, like adult earlier. School.
2: Earlier. Yeah. With the GPA like that? Yeah, like um you, so, if you care to explain. Uh go going, going off topic, so the um how how I even passed was so first my freshman, sophomore, and junior year I literally had all straight F's, including both semesters. Okay. Maybe sometimes I, I get an an A like here and there for P E. Mm-hmm. But that's easy.
1: Yeah, that's really easy. All you yeah. gotta do is mainly show up and run. <laughs>
2: yeah, that's it. And you get you get your credits. However, uh other other than P E, everything's straight F's. Okay. And um my junior year, I, I was getting all like kinda I, I was kinda tripping. Like, oh now I'm not gonna graduate. I'm not gonna do this, I'm not gonna do that, I'm not gonna make anybody proud, nothing. Mm-hmm. And so, I went to my counselor, and there's a school called Green Valley in Yukaipa. Okay. So, um, I am mainly from Yukaipa my entire life, mm-hmm. but I have moved around to different places, but I always end up back in Yukaipa. Okay. Um, so, I tried to ask my counselor, hey, can I go to Green Valley? And she's like, no, uh, y- you, can, you can just do uh, fast track classes here. And I was already doing fast track classes there. It's not fast track. No? Yeah, it, it's like, it's this program. I don't know if people still use it. It's called Edgenuity. And, and it's like a online courses.
1: I think I've heard of that. Because um, I kind of went through like a similar thing myself in high school. But, you know, continue.
2: Yeah, man. Like, it, it's it's a pain in the ass. And um, But she just kept saying no. And she she stupidly said... Hey, uh in order for you to even get there anyway, you have to do something bad like graffiti uh or get into multiple fights and this and that, whatever.
3: Oh,
1: okay. I see where you're going.
2: Yeah. Literally right after I got of got out of her office, I went around to her office window. Oh no. <laughs> Had a paint marker, just started going just going ape shit.
1: And that's how you got into Green Valley.
2: Yeah, like she, she just looked at me and, and I looked at her where we locked eyes. I'm still graffitiing on her window. Uh-huh. And she just nodded her head.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that's one way to do it. But at least you got <laughs> in and, you know, you graduated. So that's, you know, the biggest thing.
2: Yeah, man. Like, uh, I went to Green Valley my, my senior year because okay. they had to wait on it. They had to sit on it. And uh, by the time I even got to Green Valley, uh it already my senior year. Mm-hmm. I had to catch up freshman, uh, sophomore and junior year. Okay. on top of that, my senior year got all of that done in three months. I was just grinding, just popping all of it out.
1: you know you didn't take the you know the normal route I would say that every kid does and you know just going to class and whatnot, but at least you graduated, and you know you're here now, and that's that's the most important yeah, for sure you know, um. Like I said, I have, like, a similar story. I I dropped out uh, in my junior year, mm. and then I went back, like, a few years later, and I just took one of those uh, high school equivalency tests, mm-hmm. and you just pass, and they, you graduate. So I did that. Um, I just got tired of school. But, so, so, Class Clown, you were saying. <laughs> yeah. uh Went to Green Valley College, or, not Green Valley College, I'm sorry, Green Valley, like, High school or continuation school?
2: Right? Yeah, it, it, it's it's a continuation, but it's available okay. themselves. High so school. with
1: yeah. all that, is this where singing came into the into the frame, or was it maybe? Oh uh, yeah. Oh, uh, so before going, this,
2: yeah. So going like uh, backtrack to freshman year, okay, being the class clown, I had like a some class clown homies, of course, and we'd always mess around in class. One of the things that we messed around on was rapping. Okay, and uh, <laughs> my my very first recorded rap song, and actually written rap song too. Okay. Um, is called Scooter Rap.
1: Scooter Rap. Okay.
2: Yeah, and um, I'm a skater. Mm-hmm. I still skate. I can't really skate right now. I messed up my ankle. Um, but I'm a skater, and back then skaters were like they always clowned and they hated scooters. Hmm. So me too.
1: <laughs> okay. So you made yeah, a rap about it then?
2: Yeah, and um, so. Yeah, I made a rap about it posing as a, as a scooter kid. Mm. And, uh, the idea was like talking about how I'm a scooter kid and how fucking lame I am. That was your song? (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Okay. And, uh, backed in it. It was, it was hilarious. Looking back at it now, I still have, uh, the, the recorded song on my YouTube. Oh, wow. Okay. Don't go looking on it. It's private. And, (laughs) um, looking back on it it's it's cringe it's it's so bad
1: you know I, that's okay though i mean we all have to really gotta start, gotta start somewhere, somewhere. you yeah. got to start somewhere and I, I, you know at least you have the first song mm-hmm. and now you know how many songs do you have out now you said seven years so how many songs do you have out currently i did currently, check out your youtube a little bit
2: yeah like um i have more songs on my my soundcloud Cause YouTube's mainly more of a platform for my music videos.
1: Just your videos, yeah, I saw that.
2: But um, I uh, I do have audio tracks on there. Mm. But um, man, I haven't really checked lately. It's probably like 13? 13, 13. something. I did see
1: there. uh the n- I think the newest one. Uh, that you had the most views on Which was like 13,000 Oh uh, uh, Heathens over Heathens Yeah I saw yeah. that one That was a well shot video Compared to uh, Some of the other videos I had seen Like before that right, right It was well shot Yeah Um, And then One of my favorite ones I saw too Was uh, I think I'm saying this right It was either Dirty Hall Pass Or Hall Pass Part 2
2: Yeah Hall Pass Part 2 Was it so. Hall Pass
1: Part 2 Yeah, yeah originally okay. I don't know if it was Dirty But I, Hall Pass But I I knew Hall Pass was in there.
2: Yeah, that's when uh, I changed my name to Dirty Ace, the suspect. Okay. And um, yeah, uh, Hall Pass Part 2 Freestyle, originally, I released it somewhere like uh, later last year. Okay. So like during the whole pandemic thing. Nice. And um, it was actually originally called Hood Rich Freestyle.
1: And then why'd you change it to Hall Pass Part 2?
2: Well, first uh, I deleted the song. When when I released it, cause it, it just wasn't getting the traction that I wanted on it, mm-hmm. and since since I figured that I wasn't getting any traction on it, then I pretty much it's, it's garbage. Gotcha. And so I deleted it, and uh, one of my homies, Sin Pimp, also also uh, an artist, he's currently in uh, Las Vegas right now. Okay. Um. He 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 keeps asking me over and over hey what what's that that song it's like my favorite song what what's it called again it's called and i told him and he's like where is it? i can't find it it's only on your instagram Mm -hmm. because i had just made it only like an instagram song i guess and uh he's like dude like you you should repost it or whatever yada 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 i'm like nah and i told him the story how it was not getting any traction Mm -hmm. so he's like you know what Let's shoot a video to it, and he, he filmed the video.
1: So that's that video on YouTube then? Yeah. And then put it out. I think that one had, I want to say, oh, what was it, was it like, like 2,000 or something? Yeah, like 2.4K. Yeah, I saw that. I think that was like your second highest, I believe. Um, um,
2: my second highest is, if I'm not mistaken, No Smoke. That, okay. That's uh, 4K. Okay. Yeah.
1: I think I did see that one. It wasn't a music video. I think it was just. You and another guy, just like in a shot, uh, like a like an artist shot or something like that, like a painting. Not like a oh. painting, but I might be talking yeah. about the wrong one.
2: Yeah, you, you're probably either talking because uh, there's like a few of them with that same homie. He's all tatted up. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, so his name's t- t- talking about the same guy then. Yeah, yeah. His he, name's Sicky Okay. Um, uh, that's either you're li- the one that you're saying that looks like a painting portrait is mm-hmm. probably called Wartime Okay. Yeah. It's like black and white. There's like a black cloud of smoke behind us.
1: Yeah, okay. I think I did yeah. see that one. So now what's the goal with this singing? Like is there an end goal or is it just something that you like to do?
2: Mainly it is something that I like to do, but I want to be more with it. What and, do you want to do with it? Uh, pretty much like it, It's it's really not about the fame. It's more like being heard. So like I, I want people to to hear me, hear my story, hear my voice, hear what I'm saying, okay. and um, and late lately with the music that I've been making, because I'm in like a gangster rap. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's nothing too like into like you know um, into the world and how I feel about the world and yada yada yada. Mm-hmm. It's more or less like some some gangster shit. But I do have a couple songs that like go go deeper. And it has more meaning to it. I
1: did see, yeah. So to your point, when you say deeper meaning, I did see one on there when I think you were a Dirty Ace. Um,
2: a mom and her son.
1: Yeah. So I know it might be a little bit personal, but like, what's what's the meaning behind that one? You
2: know. Uh, well, it's pretty much uh, my condolences and my acknowledgement and literally everything that's good toward my mom. And my brother that was in the womb. Okay. And You're, so she so you lost a brother. I lost both my mom and my brother. She was pregnant. Okay. And uh, so it it, it actually happened last year right before the pandemic too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It, it was like February, tw- February 24th, 2020. Hmm. Yeah. They They had just passed away. And crazy story about that is like, I was hanging out with my fiance before she was my fiance, mm-hmm. and uh, we're we're kicking in at like these trails, okay. and you know just hanging out, pretty much falling asleep on each other mm. in the car, and I get a phone call from my grandpa, and he's like, "Hey, uh, your he, he just blatantly said your mom's dead," and I thought wow. he, it, I thought he was joking, mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like
1: it doesn't sound real,
2: you know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. And, I mean, I'm, like, I was super close to my mom. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, uh, I was all, like, laughing. I'm, like, bro, like, seriously, what? why are you calling me? Like, <laughs> why are you even saying that? Mm-hmm. And he's, like, no, like, for real. Like, she, she's, she's gone. gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And but right then, my my heart just, like, dropped. I was, like, damn. Like.
1: So, so, is that maybe when you thought about making the song? Or was this maybe later on?
2: It was later on. Later on. Because, uh, like, we, we had to go up to... Uh, Apple Valley mm-hmm. uh, to the was it Saint Mary's Hospital? It's yeah, a, it's like a Catholic hospital. And went over there to go see her for the last time. Uh, and I literally waited like probably two hours, maybe waiting to see her rolled in mm-hmm. in the uh, what's it called the chapel? Okay. And I was waiting there and waiting, and I was thinking, Do I really want to see her like this? Do I really? Mm-hmm. Or should I just go right now? And, like, two hours of contemplating, I just walked out, uh, went to my girl, and I was like, hey, let's just go. And uh, we ended up going to uh, one of my houses that you see also in that music video, Um, my past houses, Mm -hmm. um, in Apple Valley. Because that's, like, her, her last place, and that's where everybody met up at. So I was the last person to show up there. And as soon as I walked in, everybody just like bear hugs me, and I, I just was not feeling it. I was mm-hmm. like, "Don't hug me! You're gonna make me cry like a bitch!" Yeah. Like, just just don't. And but they kept doing it anyway because they needed the the comfort too. Yeah, of course. And uh, I mean, I kind of got to be there for my other people too. Mm-hmm. You know, like you my, have other
1: siblings or no? Yeah,
2: I do. Yeah. Um, but that, that's, like, a whole different, like, I don't know, into, yeah, but um, I have, I, I guess you could technically say my step-siblings. Okay. And well, I just
1: I guess I just meant, like, uh, siblings that, like, your mom had, like, other kids that your mom had that, you know, are, yeah, are blood-related s- to you, not step.
2: Yeah, if you include my brother that was in the womb, mm-hmm. my only brother, mm. Um, we have seven, including me and him. Okay. And the rest are females. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, I went there, and the, they're all looking for for some comfort. And uh, then, I don't know, I just started just breaking down. I was like, ah, like, why? Mm-hmm. And I cooled off eventually. And then uh, once when we were having, like, a little family meeting in one of my old rooms in there, that's when I started thinking of, Shooting that video.
1: Shooting the song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did listen to it. Um, you know, for myself, uh, coming from a single-parent household, it's just my mom. So I'm pretty close with her. Um, really close. We're a lot alike, so...
2: That's how uh, it was for I, me, I, too. Yeah,
1: yeah, I can only imagine, you know, how that, how that feels. How you, you know... Uh, yeah, the the day that arrives, I'm not going to be very happy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so for you, you know, that might have been... More sudden, cause you know how how old was your mom uh, when that happened suddenly?
2: Uh, she had just turned forty. Oh, wow. So thirty nine, yeah.
1: Yeah, so no one's thinking of that exactly. at that age. Yeah, you know, maybe when your parents get really old, you know, like seventies, eighties, you might you can kind of you, you can kind for of it, prepare for it. it yeah, but ex- you're still exactly. not prepared. Yeah. yeah, you're still not prepared, but you know it's more likely cause they're a lot older. But you right. know, for your own story. Your mom being so young—that yeah, that's a that's a kick in the ass. That's just something okay. that comes out of nowhere, yeah. unfortunately.
2: Yeah, and over over the past year, I, I've learned how to like kind of accept it. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think about her every single day. I would imagine every single day. I would imagine. And I mean, same with my baby brother. I never met him ever. Yeah. But I felt like I, I had to I had to pay some homage to him too in mm. that song.
1: You think um you think your mom would be really happy with that song or your music career in general?
2: That's like my my best song ever. Yeah. And it it was it was so simple. You know, I just spoke from the heart. I didn't even have to do much editing at all. Mm-hmm. I just had to add a couple vocals and that's it.
1: You know, I feel like for a lot of like singers and songwriters, they seem to have like similar stories on when they have like a really good song that they wrote, they say I, at least I've always heard in interviews they always say like it was the most simple song I ever did like it it just came from the heart and for some reason it you know blows up or something compared yeah. to like a song that they really took a lot of time yeah, put in work and or, put in work and it yeah. doesn't have the same pull yeah but I think you made a good point about how just yeah singing from the heart and I think a lot of people resonate with something like that so I think that's yeah. why songs like that blow up for some artists where you know because they're being real with like the people that are listening to their music. Yeah,
2: yeah Like lately in the music game, uh, I've I've noticed because it um, what I'm about to say it always changes. Mm-hmm. But um, people are resonating more toward uh, like just really like some some dumb shit like game banging. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I game bang myself and and I know it, it's it's dumb. It's mm-hmm. stupid. It's a it's a stupid path. Uh, you. No one should ever take that lane ever. Okay. Uh, but for me, like I know, it sounds like I'm being uh highly critical on something that I am.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, but it, it, it's really like a, a path I chose, and, and it shaped me, uh who I am. Uh, I, I've I've done experienced a lot, a lot of shit, at, like during the thing, and like it's just, um, you get tired of it. You get real tired of it. Mm-hmm. And it it's just something that that no one should ever really put themselves through, cause I I don't I don't care who you are, um, you choose that path, you chose that path. Yeah. You you can't blame anyone else for that.
1: Your own decisions took you there.
2: Exactly. Yeah. You can't blame anyone else for that, and I know that, and uh, uh I hear in this uh in music uh lately, where it it's cool to be a gangster. it's it's cool to be this it's cool to be that it's cool it's cool to be a hoe Mm -hmm. and it's it's just so toxic and uh i've noticed that more people resonate toward that but what i'm saying is uh i've to me i feel like throughout life in general with like even before i was born way before i was born in music Mm -hmm. is that more people always no matter what Lean toward, uh, the genuine side.
1: Yeah. Being well, because it's real. It's right. something it's that wrong. everyone can kind of resonate with and understand. Right. You know, um, especially and, when it comes to like social media.
2: Yeah, and it's never gonna change. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's never gonna change. That, that's what I feel. That's my theory. The the music uh, game. Yeah. Or the, the music game. It's never gonna change. Yeah. It, it it's it's never going to change. People are always going to lean toward what's real. Hmm. But lately. People do lean toward like some fake and like some some mm. dumb shit.
1: Who's uh who's your favorite artist? You have one. <sighs> Man, I, if you can, I na- got a few. So <laughs> all right, so that that was a pretty big response to that, uh, knowing uh, that you're probably gonna have a lot. But I guess if you could narrow it down, like what would be your top three? I think that's the question uh, for most people.
2: I guess to 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 narrow it down. Uh, where I get my inspiration from? Okay, that's buddy. rather um, stupid young, okay, Mozzie, Nipsey Hustle, uh, Memo the Mafioso, um, and, and I just kind of like take all the different styles and like kind of just mix it into my own. Okay, with with a little bit of my flavor to it.
1: Now would um, <clears throat> now I know you said this is more of something you just like to do, but if it ever blew up even more would you consider like a music career as a either a signed artist or an independent artist because i know there's a lot of independent artists right. now that are right. just basically do their own thing
2: honestly i will it, it's going to sound real dumb and i know it is but i'll take any big opportunity i can mm-hmm. and because like for me it's always, it always has been, even though I want to make money and make a living off of my music, it's always been, I want people to hear me.
1: You just want people always. to hear your story. You know,
2: I, I don't care, at least at the moment, that I'm like locked in a contract or anything. Uh, Cause I, I know if I ever am going to be locked in a contract, they're going to tell me what to make. And I mean, that's cool and all, but. What if I'm just not feeling Like making that music What they want yeah. What they want And um, I feel like I, I, I already know some, some sort of loophole To that If I am locked into contract mm-hmm. Whether if it's just not nah, fuck that I'm making what I want Or I'll make what they want But I'm still gonna add What I want to put in my songs In that song
1: Add your own flavor Essentially Exactly
2: Okay you know, Like what what I want to say
1: Hmm What well, you want to tell the people So you're right. In a sense, you you want your music to mean something and hopefully maybe inspire someone. Pretty much. <clears throat> maybe inspire someone.
2: Yeah, uh, motivate someone, may, maybe help them get out of the trenches, mm. you know, just, uh, just help them out in, in some way, shape, or form.
1: I mean, I would say if you make it that far, considering some of your backstory, you know, I would say that's a pretty big accomplishment, you know, and I think a lot of people might have a similar journey, maybe not within music, but just maybe the background and whatever maybe they're trying to do currently.
2: Yeah.
1: But you know, that's, um, that's good to hear that you're more in it for like the inspiration considering how society is nowadays where a lot of people are just trying to chase the money. Yeah. You know, no matter what it is, I mean, social media, you know, is crazy nowadays. Yeah, man. You know, like, I, to I'm anything. not gonna
2: lie. Uh, I'm not a saint. You know what I mean? Like, I am chasing money too. I'm not, like, not a saint either. Yeah, man. yeah, you know what I mean? Like, uh, I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm not chasing money. Yeah. Uh, of course, I'm chasing. Uh, I mean, I got. It bills gives to us pay. life. Yeah. yeah. You know it gives what I mean? Us life. And, well, uh, I mean, I gotta, I gotta have a life too. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, on the same token, on the other side, it's it's for. The the real genuine reasons why I first started in the first place. Taking it seriously.
1: Yeah. I've said this, uh, I want to say maybe the last podcast I did. And I think when you have like a genuine heart and a genuine reason of why you're doing something, I think the money just comes naturally. But I think if you do something, no matter what it is, and the first idea for it is just the money and not what it can maybe do for the world or for the people... Then I think that's where some people really fail. Mm-hmm. It doesn't always happen. Yeah. But I think if you go into it with the mindset that it's just money first and then yeah. all the other things later, I think that's where a lot of people mess up.
2: Yeah, they they might feel like they succeeded with money, mm-hmm. but in reality, I mean, I, I've touched down on bands. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I, I've touched down on money. It the same is true. Money doesn't make you happy. It it really don't. Like it, it makes uh,
1: life easier, but it doesn't make yeah, you happy. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Like you don't you don't get the fulfillment that you. You crave for, mm-hmm. you you don't feel fulfilled. You you feel like the emotional you, needs. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. you, you missed out on on a lot of things.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I agree, uh, and I think in today's society, a lot of people miss that point. Yeah. Um. So, singer songwriter. Now, question I always ask everybody. I'm always curious to hear, uh, maybe how things have changed. Mm. Like, what was what was your dream as a kid? Like what did you want to be when you were a kid? Everyone's got something. Yep. No matter what it is, even if it's dumb. Like I've heard, I've heard so many different things. No,
2: yeah, seriously. Uh, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. um, I've always that, actually like like how I said in my music. I I always want to inspire, and help people. Mm. Even though it don't seem like it, I do. Um, I I've always wanted to be when I was a kid, firefighter, mm-hmm. police officer. You you know like s- something blue maybe white collar job
1: something yeah. where you're I guess hands on changing people's lives in, in a way yes good good or bad I guess in a sense but yeah one hundred percent
2: yeah and um and then you know getting older of course shit changes and
1: well, so besides the songwriting like what do you think about now uh, how old are you actually
2: just turned twenty one April oh wow congrats yeah.
1: nice wow yeah. twenty one man you still have. Plenty of time to figure out stuff. Yeah, even like, though don't, really don't feel do.
2: like it. Oh, I know I do. I yeah. know, I know, <laughs> it,
1: I know. It might not feel like it. Yeah. But twenty-one, man. Mm. I mean, I'm twenty-eight. So, thinking back to when I was twenty-one, mm. uh that's a lot of time ago. Dude, yeah, it was a long time ago, exactly. Mm. And I wasn't doing anything good at twenty-one.
3: Mm. Nothing
1: good. You know, I was working. Yeah, but yeah. other than that, I wasn't doing anything good. Yeah, no, not twenty-one. That's for sure. <laughs> so, I mean, if you have, like, a pretty good head on your shoulders right now at 21 thinking about, you know, your future, like, I think it's a good starting point.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like, that's just how I was raised. Mm. You know, just, it, it, it's it's more about the future more than the past. Mm. And the present is what you you utilize to, for your future.
1: Yeah, and you just learn basically from the past. Yeah. Or possibly uh others you know when you Mm. look at maybe what they did at a certain age or whatnot you know for myself i'm the youngest of uh three brothers okay so watching my brothers grow up and kind of make like all the mistakes really helped me (laughs) in a way i made my own mistakes obviously i think they're kind of hard to avoid when you're really young sometimes because you know you're just dumb yeah Um, but there's a lot of things that seeing them you know, go through things, kind of help me, like, I I shouldn't do that or go away from that, you know? Right. Now, you said you had other siblings, so are you, where are you at in the pack uh, when it comes to age? I'm the oldest. You're the oldest at 21? Wow.
2: Yeah, I'm the oldest. Yeah. Wow.
1: That isn't, you think you need to, like, set a good example?
2: Yeah, most definitely. 100%. I've always felt like that since I was a kid.
1: I've always wondered about that pressure as being like the oldest cuz you know like I said I'm the youngest so there's there's really no pressure in a weird way.
2: I mean honestly like for for me growing up the only kind of pressure that I did feel is going ahead of them. You know just uh, you know uh, uh like for example uh in school. Uh in school I've I've always messed up. Mhm. And my my second oldest um she she she's always been good at school you know getting good grades that was the pressure i felt
1: so you think you set maybe the example to not follow is that what you're getting at maybe or or what because you said she's she's good at school and you you did tell me about your schooling Mm -hmm. that's two different worlds right when you look at it right so you think maybe you set the example of what not to be in in a weird way
2: yeah just um yeah because like later on down the road She she started fucking up, Mm. but I mean she she's she's got a good head on her shoulders now too, Mm -hmm. Um, and I mean I already got ahead of her from from her mistakes. Mm. Um, Yeah, it's weird because like like you, except I'm the oldest and she's younger than me. Mm -hmm. I actually used her mistakes and and think about what not to do.
1: How much uh, older are you than her? Ten months. Oh, okay, so you guys are generally pretty yeah, close. Yeah, the, they call it like Irish twins. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah. You guys are generally close, uh, at least in age. But, yeah. Um, but yeah, you're still the oldest by by a few months, obviously. Okay. Yeah. Um. Like you mentioned, yeah, it's a little different for me as the youngest. You know, because uh, me and my brothers were pretty, pretty far apart in age. We were. Yeah. I was a late. I was a late. Uh, I was a late arrival. My my yeah. middle brother is uh, eight years older than me. Mm-hmm. So. A pretty big ba- gap. Yeah. <clears throat> but I was able to, you know, like I mentioned, see a lot of things. Um see a lot of mistakes mm. that they made, you know, going through life, uh, the struggle essentially, yeah. and I tried to avoid some of those things, you know, right. help my own life progress. Yeah. But like you said, you know, being the oldest, it's interesting that you maybe took um a view at your sister about maybe some of the things you don't want to make, mistakes you don't want to make.
2: Yeah, exactly. And like, I mean, before she even made those mistakes, I already th- knew that they were bad. Mm. Uh, I, I was the, the kind of older brother that set the tone, set the example. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, I, I always knew what was wrong what and what was right mm-hmm. uh, since I was a kid. And, um, just, uh, you know, she she chose, uh, her past. She she made those decisions. Mm. Me, I I didn't necessarily make the kind of the decisions in the beginning, but those the um. But what happened in the beginning, now made me, like, for me in, in the way that I was back then, mm. and then I started making bad decisions, uh, because of that, mm. uh, and. Don't get me wrong, I don't, I don't blame what was going on. Mm. Uh, I I don't, I'm not blaming anyone but myself. But it it, it did help me shape, into um, who you are now, not to uh, who I am now, mm. but it, it, in this sense more like shape who I was, because um, like, it, it was more like so 14 straight edge everything, mm-hmm. just wanted to skate. Okay. Uh, I, I didn't make the choice again to, uh, foster home, you okay. know, uh, um, pretty much my, my sister did. She's the one that actually called CPS. Okay. Wow. Yeah. And, uh, cause she, um, uh, we did have someone abusive, like not abusive, but mentally mm-hmm. abusive in our family that we were living with at the time, mm. which by the way, she's completely straight edge and she's, uh, she's a really good person overall. Mm. Um, but it, it was more like back then. Gotcha. And so social workers started seeing that. Boom, out of nowhere. Knock on the door. Got us to a foster home in mm. Fontana, Southside.
1: You and all your siblings or just you and your sister right just there? Just me and my
2: sister. Just you and your sister. M- m- okay. my, uh, our other siblings uh, were already separated from us mm. to uh, with their dad. Gotcha. But me and the sister that I'm talking about, mm. um, she... Me and her have the same dad Okay. and the same mom. Mm-hmm. So we're full-blooded. Gotcha. And, yeah, uh, I didn't make the choice going into a foster home. I didn't make the choice on getting nothing or uh, in, like, during Christmas time or even seeing family. Mm-hmm. Nothing like that. However, because of that, uh, for me, that's when I started fucking up that that's when i started you know i i felt left alone my my sister already ditched the foster home she she got, she left yeah she she straight up just went AWOL for literally maybe 3 years okay and uh it it's just me myself and i mm. you know just uh what am i going to do i i'm completely alone at least i felt that way uh i was still in contact with you know uh my uh, my grandma my mom Mm. Sister sometimes But
1: It's not the same though when Yeah you're just re- in contact And you're living in a foster home Really
2: nothing Nothing physical mm-hmm. I mean My mom has always loved me And I know that Yeah And she She's uh, She was uh, Her drug of choice was uh Speed Okay And So like she She's been addicted Like pretty much my entire life mm-hmm. Until toward the end Okay uh, she, she was completely She got clean Towards the end Yeah But um she, she, she has visited me, uh, you know, off the books and just out of nowhere, you know, like, Hey, I'm here. Where are you at? Like, mm-hmm. what? You're here. Like, come see me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I miss you. I love you.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And, uh, she'll, she'll meet up with me. I'm like, Oh my God, dude. Like you look different. Yeah. I love you. <laughs> like it, it's, um, it, it was always, um, a really good surprise. Mm-hmm. Even though she she's fucking up in her life too, but I mean, no matter what, I'll always love her. She had and moments
1: where she basically like tried her best in, in a sense.
2: Yeah, you know, I mean, she she had her her drug habit mm-hmm. and she, she was ne- uh, neglectful, but she has a conscience too, and she 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 knew and she knows that she was fucking up, and she she always tried to make amends, try to make it right in some way, shape, or form.
1: You know, sometimes I think that we forget that sometimes even though people are maybe going through like a hard time or maybe they're deemed as like a bad person, you know, they or people view them in that way, sometimes I think we forget that, you know, sometimes they are good people. You know, there's a good person in underneath all that. Yeah. You know, maybe they don't always, <clears throat> excuse me, maybe they don't always uh present like that good side of themselves you know to the world or to others but But, they're still a good person but they're still a good person yeah Yeah. i think sometimes we forget that and we just automatically maybe write that person off you know now i know wow excuse me people now i know some people can maybe uh what's the word maybe run out of chances to show people that right. they're a good person. 100%. Sometimes yeah. that definitely does happen. Um, you know, and unfortunately, you know, when it's too late, yeah. you know, it's, it, it, well, like I said, it's really too late sometimes. Yeah. Um, but I think in general, there's always a good person sometimes underneath someone who's yeah. really struggling or, or maybe deemed bad, like I said. Yeah. So in, in your uh, story, I think, how you mentioned, you know, your mom showing up sometimes. That was her basically showing that she's a good person every, yeah. every her, once her, in a while, you know. Her true, real self. Her, her true self, yeah. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, you know, the the drugs and the speed, you know, mm-hmm. took the good person away more than yeah. maybe it clouded you would have liked. Her, her brain. Yeah. Yeah. I would imagine it would cloud anybody's brain, you know, yeah. I mean. Most definitely. I've never done like hard drugs or anything like Me that. Me neither, yeah. And I, I've had people in my family and known people that have, and like, I, I don't want to go down that road. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I the hardest thing I've done to. was
2: lean. Yeah. What's like, lean? Uh, lean? Uh, that we said? Yeah, lean. Like a uh, promethazine, I've never codeine. Never heard of that. Oh, and, uh, okay. Yeah.
1: Co- I've heard of codeine. Yeah. Uh, I've never heard <laughs> someone say, I've never heard someone use the word lean though for it.
2: Is it. Yeah, or like scissor or purple drink. Yeah, it it has, like, okay. a ton of different names. Poppin'
1: yeah. seals. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, no, I've never heard some of those words. <laughs> I'll be honest. So, I guess that's a good thing, maybe. I yeah, that, that's that's a real
2: good thing, man. Like, um, you're not living under a rock. Yeah.
1: Ah, oh, man, sometimes I feel like I'm living under a rock sometimes. But, you know, but I think that's only because, um, man, the world is changing so much every day. Mm-hmm. Compared to when we were kids, you know? Yeah. Especially now. Yeah. Um, especially with all the access that everybody has now. To, yeah. Like pretty much everything. To everything. Like literally. Bad or good. Yeah, like, you can literally crazy. watch
2: a murder video on Instagram. Yeah. Or, some of or that's or crazy.
1: It doesn't make any sense to me. I don't even understand how some of that stuff makes it on to social websites.
2: Yeah. And like that. I mean, I'm not really going to put this out there, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I mean, I've seen some shit in person mm-hmm. however it, it's completely different over the internet when, when i see it like over the internet mm-hmm. to me it's it's even more brutal and it makes me cringe and it makes Feels me worse. like yeah it, it makes me feel way worse and like why did i even watch this uh well why are people even putting this on the internet and why is it even allowed
1: you know i think weirdly though people are attracted to violence
2: yeah, 100%. Like um, I said in the music game, pe- people lately have been attracted to, mm-hmm. you know, the, the gangsterism and, mm-hmm. you know, being a hoe and all that. Like, yeah.
1: Yeah. It reminds me of a conversation I had with my mom where I was making uh, kind of like a joke mm-hmm. with her, uh, making fun of her, I guess, in a, in a in a way, when we were on the freeway. And you know how you see a car accident on the freeway and everyone immediately, like, slows down because they want to see Yeah, it? it's
2: so fucking annoying. Yeah. <laughs>
1: so, I think she wanted to... She really wanted to look because everybody was slowing down anyways. Yeah. And I think we do that because we have, like, this weird sense
2: of... Curiosity.
1: Thinking, curiosity that we might see someone who's yeah. dead. Yeah, which yeah, is exactly. weird to say. Yeah, uh, I'm not going to gonna lie. About. Like,
2: I, I, want, I want to see some dead bodies, but the thing is, is that it's just... Uh, like when, once, when you do actually see it, even in person, yeah, it's uh like you wish you hadn't, you regret it. What? Why? Why did I even? I mean, some people, or maybe even most people, I don't know. I don't do studies, I don't do statistics mm-hmm. on that, but at least I feel that way. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, I mean, the only dead bodies I've seen for myself, you know, is is just like family members, you know, for funerals and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So. You know, you might have, uh, you know, a different insider perspective into that, mm-hmm. considering some of the background you've told me.
2: But uh, I have experienced that, too. Yeah. Yeah. With my mom. She had an open casket.
1: Yeah. Family members, yeah. you know, are a little it, bit it's different. It's different. Because you, you, you know them, and there's, like, a personal, like, emotional Attachment, connection. Yeah. yeah. But when it's, like, a stranger, and you don't know them, and you kind of see it. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, it's it's odd. It, yeah, it, it's different. And then, you know... Um, I mean, you know, I'm not gonna speculate or anything, mm-hmm. but you know, you talked about, you know, the the gang life kind of yep. in the in your background. Mm-hmm. So, if any of that stuff has gone on like in your background, then I I don't even know what that feels like or what it could possibly mean. Honestly,
2: yeah, you're talking about a uh, little brother, <laughs> big brother pressure. This uh, is possibly, like, yeah. Uh, th- this kind of like lifestyle is more like a. Uh, little brother, big brother pressure, you know, like, except that, oh, uh, whoa, big brother's, uh, making making some bad decisions, but Hey, he's big brother. So he knows what he's doing mm-hmm. and Can you just
1: go along with it
2: in a way. Uh, like, I mean, you go along with knowing that happens and you don't, you don't snitch, you don't, you know, do anything. Cause that's like your homie. That's, that's your brother. Yeah. Um, however, it's uh, I don't know, man. It, it's it's a it's a bit different. I mean, I never experienced, you know, little brother, big brother, uh, like actual, in, in its actuality. Mm-hmm. Um. But it, it's he knows what he's doing. I'm not going to say anything, but I'm also not going to do it. However, there's also uh, on the on the same token, the pressure from. Uh, you know, like initiations and, you know, what, what, what kind of work you got to put in. Mm. Um, and usually it's not, it's not work like, Hey, we got to do construction. Yeah.
1: No, I get what you're going, you know?
2: And it's, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's just, it's different. It's, it's a whole different breed.
1: Now you think, you think that lifestyle really, um. Influenced you into music? I know you said you've been doing it since you know high school and younger, but you th- but do you think that lifestyle turns you towards that, or did the music turn you towards uh, that lifestyle?
2: Uh, uh. I mean, I started doing music, but it wasn't serious. It wasn't serious. Uh, before I started uh, gang banging uh-huh. or even being affiliated uh, with uh, with gangs. Okay. Um. However, when, um, cause first I started off being, uh, um, what's the word that I just used? Uh,
1: uh, well you said when you it yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
2: when, when, when I started being affiliated with it, which was when I st- started making bad decisions when I was in the foster home, mm-hmm. South side Fontana. Okay. Home of, uh, home of this gang. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And I mean, it, it's, it's all over Southern California. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, if people know my click, know, no, know, know my set, they know, mm-hmm. um, I'm not going to put the actual gen, general, no, you don't have to gang on yeah, like, yeah, out yeah. there. Even if I did have had to, I'm not going to do it. No, no, like, no. <laughs> I'm I'm not the,
1: pressuring you to say anything you don't want to say. Um,
2: you yeah. but it's, uh, the, I made myself homeless. Mm hmm. Pretty much, uh, when I was in the foster home, because I did not want to be there either, mm. especially by myself. Yeah, and, um, I made myself homeless, so I started, uh, in South South Fontana. I started um, sleeping on corners of streets like Sierra Avenue, um, and I, I started sleeping like behind this, uh, what is it, Cardenas? It's like a Mexican supermarket. Oh yeah, I've heard of uh, that.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah,
2: yeah. It's um. i slept behind the dock over there next to sierra avenue Mm -hmm. um which is right next to the movie theater i was sleeping everywhere but when i ran into this gang Mm
3: -hmm.
2: i was actually sleeping in front of this liquor store also on sierra avenue and uh, i was sleeping in front of it it's like in the same plaza as like this del taco over there and uh i woke up there's like these these three essays Mm -hmm. Uh, like literally standing above me, looking at me. And for me, like back then when I was like nervous or like just kind of scared or whatever, Mm -hmm. I just kind of went like snapped. I just went off, you know, like, what the fuck you doing here, boy? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, just, just going off on him. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And, um, especially since I was like really frustrated with my situation and they were actually really, really, really understanding. And as I was going off on them, they—they're they're all telling me like, "No, no, no! Like, chill out." Mm-hmm. Um, it look—it looks like you need this more than us. Handed me a lot of cash, twenty-two hundred. Really? Twenty-two hundred. Okay. And I took it. I'm filling it out like, Is it, why? It's real or something? Yeah. You know, I was like, why? Uh huh. And he's like, "You look—you look like you needed more than us. They—they they weren't even trying to put me on their set." Yeah. Uh, on their gang, nothing that they're just, they're pretty much being me, hmm. you know, like they're just to, looking to help out someone for another else. individual. You know what I mean? Yeah. Having a hard time. Mm-hmm. So I actually made sure a, a, to check it. If it was real, I went inside of the liquor store. Okay. <laughs> and I was like, and, and I told the clerk like, Hey, so the, these, these essays, they just handed me this wad of cash. They, they just gave it to me. Mm-hmm. Can you make sure it's real? And he's like, yeah, of course, and he he puts in the money counter. Yeah. As soon as that first bill like went through, I'm like, oh thank God, like I need this. Mm-hmm. And and later it just all went through, and he he handed it back to me. He's like, it's real. Yeah. And like I spent like a hundred, maybe two hundred on like snacks, food, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I I was carrying like a bunch of bags. Went back out there. I was like, thank you so much. Like I appreciate you, man. Like. I I really needed this, and and he's like, hey, no problem. Um, well, one of the homies was uh was uh, Marcos. Okay. He he he's the main guy,
3: mm-hmm.
2: and um, I'm not gonna say his last name. I'm not gonna say his street name. No, you good. But um, yeah, he he's like, yeah, man. Like like I said, it, you looked like you needed more than us. Uh, mm-hmm. if you do want to hang out, though, I mean, we we want some new homies to hang out with too. Uh, uh, if you ever want to, we're, we're over at this canopy at, um, at, um, South Montana park. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that park's so burnt out. Like you, you you literally got to pay admission and pay for a helmet to, to even skate in there. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. It's burnt. Like why? Mm -hmm. So yeah. Uh, maybe a week later I went over to that park, saw Marcos there. Okay. By himself this time. Hmm. And I went up to him. I dabbed him up. And I was like, hey, uh, again, like, uh, I don't know if you remember me, but you had me a lot of cash uh, when I was sleeping in front of the liquor store. I appreciate you, man. You said, uh, if I ever wanted to hang out or anything, meet you here. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, I remember you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Go ahead and hang out here for for a little while. Uh, Like, some of the homies are coming through. Shit you not, man. Like, literally... Their whole set showed up, like a bunch of essays, some some mm-hmm. showed up, and like of course Modelo and Corona, <laughs> you know, j- just having a park pa- uh party, you know, mm-hmm. like a, like a block party, mm-hmm. just just a little hangout, and probably like thirty minutes in, you know, just hanging out, s- socializing. Mm-hmm. I- I'm wearing all these raggedy ass clothes, mm-hmm. and uh, he. Uh, Marco, so he was like, "Hey man, like, you should you should probably dip out right now." I was like, "Okay, but like, why? Like, what's going on?" Yeah. And he's like, uh, "The these uh, these skinheads are, are are coming through right now." Also, not going to say the name of that gang. You
3: fine? <laughs>
2: no, no, you good. Um, and sure enough, these skinheads pull up. Also, like, probably like twenty deep or something, like twenty people, mm-hmm. and the tension was so real It's like wow like th- this is crazy like s- some shit's about to go you down you knew
1: something was going on yeah yeah
2: and um like quite a few of them ha- had some had some blowers and uh so so did the essays and pices blower gun strap
3: mm-hmm.
2: um and they 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 all pull pull like literally everybody pulled their shit out mhm uh, not aiming or anything, but they just pulled it out, and um, if anyone's like into like uh the gang lifestyle and all that, then you know that there's uh like a head, or like a leader of that group mm-hmm. of individuals. Mm-hmm. So a leader of both sides, or the head of both <laughs> sides, came up to each other. You know they they chopped it up. They talked mm-hmm. uh probably for like honestly tops a minute. Okay. And, uh, uh, that they like gave some sort of signal, like some hand signal or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they all put their guns away.
1: So everything was cool, basically. Essentially. Oh, nope. for for, okay. <laughs> all right, maybe not. I jumped again. No. The
2: gun. <laughs> okay. Put their guns away. Everybody just went ham, just, you know, fighting. It, it was like... So a, everyone
1: just went hands, no weapons. Yeah. Essentially. Yeah, okay. j-
2: just a whole brawl. Okay. And, um... I, I was scared shitless. Like I I was never.
1: That's well, all new to you in the yeah, moment. Yeah. Yeah.
2: You know, like I never touched on like gangbanging or mm-hmm. gang. Like I I only seen it in, like Easy E videos or like it, you yeah know or the mean? movies. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. You you know? That's all you see it. So and I'm like, holy shit, this is real. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Marcos is right. I should dip out. But I saw Marcos getting like pounded on this guy. Hmm. So and he helped me out. So I felt like I owed him. So. I got you. I'm like, so a
1: favor for a favor, essentially.
2: You know, eye for an eye. Mm-hmm. And so I saw him getting pounded on the skin, uh, like, from the skinhead. And, uh, like, I just, I, I didn't think or anything. I just went over there. This fool's probably, like, three times bigger than me, man. Mm-hmm. Middle, no, not middle age. like, 30, 30 years old or something like that. Like, okay. crazy, all, all tatted up. Mm. And still scared, but I'm just like, Man, like uh, I, I ran toward the dude. I fu- threw him off, and and Marcos looked at me. I looked at him, and and like we just kind of give that look, like thank you, yeah, yeah. no problem,
1: just connection,
2: you know. And I, I look at the guy, and he's he's running, like running toward me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: I mean, I'm li- I'm little and, and I, I'm I'm skinny. I'm still skinny, mm-hmm. and but I'm nimble. I, I can I can go, I can dip out. Mm-hmm. I just ran. I ran away so fast, and I lost the dude. And uh, I ended up actually uh, like peeking <laughs> around the park, seeing what's going on. It's still going on. Okay. And uh, sooner or later, whoop whoop, and like just everybody pulled their guns out, start shooting in the air. Let everybody. Once
1: the police showed up, oh, to basically everyone f- to dip. Yeah. Okay. Let,
2: let everybody know that hey, let's go. Let's go. Yeah. And. Uh, so everybody dipped out. I'm all trying to look for Marcos. Where's Marcos? Where's he at? Mm-hmm. So I'm just like, whatever. So start sleeping behind the Cardenas loading dock. Next day later, went back over there. <laughs> Saw him again mm-hmm. over there. And he's like, Hey, what's up, man? Like, how you doing? I'm like scared, man. Like, I don't yeah. even know why I'm over here. Mm-hmm. And he's like, Hey, no worries, man. Let, let's go over to my pad right now. Literally like across the street from the park, mm. and we we started kicking in his um in his uh, garage, and uh, a couple of us just pulled up, you know, started hanging out. It's Modelo time, you know. Like, <laughs> um. Crazy part was is that uh those uh those same skinheads, mm. uh but there's like only six of them, pulled up in this car, mm. literally jumbled up in there. Like, like, it's a clown car. Mm-hmm. And they're huge. And they pull up over there. My heart starts beating so fast. I'm like, dude, now I got nowhere to go. Mm-hmm. Like I just got to run through this house. And, like, uh, the homie saw uh, saw that I was tripping. And, and he's like, hey, don't trip, man. And then he goes back inside the house. And I'm like, bro, like, why'd you leave me right here in front of him?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And uh, the... Uh, Marcos comes back out with the trash bag. Fucking goes over to their car, you know, like dabs them up real quick. Mm. Like, why is he dabbing them up? Like, we literally just fought them, bro. Like,
1: yeah, doesn't make any sense. Yeah,
2: it, nothing was making, nothing was clicking. Mm. And they pop the trunk. He puts the trash cat, uh, trash bag in the trunk, and I'm sure you can piece together the rest. Yeah, I right? got you. And and like I kind of did that. I was like, oh. So that, wait, hold up. But I thought skinheads, because I, I knew about skinheads mm-hmm. like my whole life. My, my, my uncle's pretty much been skin. I'm half white and I'm half Filipino. Yeah, yeah. My, my white side of the family, my uncle's like pretty much been a skinhead my entire life. At mm-hmm. least I think so.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so I knew about that. I was like, wait, hold up. Why, why are they making deals with outside of their race? Because mm-hmm. it, it's, it's out, out in California, it's different in different states. But in California and Arizona, at least, mm-hmm. that I know of, they're, they're all segregated. Yeah. You know, whites, Mexicans, Asians, uh, uh, blacks. And uh, so I, I was just kind of baffled on, like, what's going on? Like, why?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: More on the, the white side, like, why?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so I'm all asking Marco's questions, like, what just happened? Like, what's going on? Like, why? Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, well, we got to make money somehow. And so, real gangsterism mm. is touching down on money. Yeah. Nowadays, youngsters like me, mm-hmm. nowadays, they're, they're all about violence. They're all about, you know, being the shit. Looking tough, essentially. Yeah, looking tough for, like, the gram or, like, in mm. music videos and shit like that. Uh, but the value has always been in true gangsters is making money.
1: Making money and making money in what maybe a a sense of community and like taking care of your own a family essentially. Yep. You think no, that's, that's kind of mm, where you gravitated towards it?
2: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I felt the love. I saw the fam, uh, the the family side, mm-hmm. especially with Mexicans. Even though I'm Filipino, mm-hmm. uh, I mean that, that's pretty much like a Hispanic Asian. Yeah, you're close. Yeah, yeah, for Sure. Um, I've I've always hung out with with the Mexicans. Same with my mom actually, and she's white. Okay um she she also gravitated toward that and i kind of realized why mm. and yeah cuz the, the, they're they're always family oriented and they they do things for their family mm. uh and i mean i'm sure i'm sure the whites do the blacks suit and whatnot i i know the blacks do too yeah. actually but uh i just feel the more uh genuine side of, you feel
1: more love on that side. Yeah,
2: gotcha. you know, and so it, I gravitated toward that a lot.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: No, now that you know my values, and mm-hmm. it, it, I gravitated toward that a lot. I got you. So and, uh. I I I now became, gang affiliated. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm 15, uh, out of school, pretty much dropped out of sophomore year, but,
3: mm-hmm.
2: I mean not that long though. Yeah. And um you know just uh I start putting in work cuz they told me put in some work and I'm like all right for sure. And one day uh, another deal goes down, you mm-hmm. know, with the trash back thing and all that. This time it's uh it's the mafia, it's the mob. Mhm. Right? Uh which is on our side. And uh that they were pretty much uh being spectators. And because uh, the the gang that that we are okay we're, we're the uh we're like the foot soldiers of for them
1: you do a lot of the groundwork
2: exactly gotcha and and they're they're you know business oriented mm-hmm. so uh you know Santa thing goes down uh i am still kind of getting used to it, but mm-hmm. I'm still like whoa, you know, and uh these uh these spices uh come out of the the house. They're all like wearing cowboy hats, cowboy boots, mm-hmm. jeans, and I'm like, who the fuck? Like,
1: <laughs> I'm trying to figure them out.
2: Like, what? Why are these people here? Mm-hmm. And so the I see them looking at me, and I'm looking at them with like, with like a mad attitude. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what? The hell, the hell are you looking at, boy? Like, <laughs> like what you trying to do? Mm-hmm. And. Uh, Mar Marco's caught on to that, and he's like, "Hey, like, don't don't try anything stupid with these people."
1: Yeah, just be chill,
2: you know. And I was like, "Who are they?" Mm-hmm. And he told me, I was like, "Oh shit!" like
1: okay. oh, and it all made sense once he explained
2: it. I, uh, yeah, I was like, "Oh man!" Like, like I, I started tearing up. Mm-hmm. I, I'm I, I'm actually kind of tearing up a little bit right now, like just thinking about back then. I'm like, dude, like the kind of trouble I could have like gotten into right there. Uh,
1: I mean, you've come a long way. I mean, you know, you said you were only 15, now you're 21. But like, yeah, you know, you've made quite the quite the journey. I would say that most people probably haven't experienced in a short amount a, of time. A too. very short amount. of... Yeah, a yeah, very short amount of time. And I think a very small percentage of people might have. Right. A, like a similar story.
2: Right. Essentially. Well, at least the OGs in the rap game, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, yeah. that they, they, they know they know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, but uh the uh those two cowboy guys. Yeah. They went up to me and they're like, Hey, so uh who are you? Mm-hmm. And that's how I uh uh doing all this work, putting in the work, being gang affiliated mm-hmm. with these people, I I earned the name of Ace. Okay. And Ace the suspect. And
1: now now you're Ace the suspect. Yeah, okay. so
2: uh, I my, my street name was Ace. Mm-hmm. And um the The reason why is because you know um, when uh, the 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 analogy or the example was whenever I was put to the test, mm-hmm. I always aced it or I always passed. Okay. Right. So that that's why I got that nickname. So I told them uh, the name's Ace, and he's like, uh, "All right, man. Like you know, sizing me up and uh, he, I mean, I I, I can't do their accent. <laughs> yeah. no, I can't do it. Like, <clears throat> but uh, that they're." You know, asking me a few questions, and then uh, eventually led toward, "Hey, so how how would you feel joining us?" Mm-hmm. Heart just dropped. I'm like, like either way, I'm gonna die. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like uh, I say no, I die right there. I say yes, I die eventually. Mm-hmm. And so, because they're asking me a part of the be a part of the mob, mm-hmm. they weren't asking me to be be a part of this gang.
1: Mm-hmm. So they're and, asking you for, uh, I guess, what you could call it, like not, the big time. Yeah, like you're going big.
2: I mean, still be a foot soldier because I need the experience. It, it's like you treat it like a job. You, you need a resume.
1: Yeah, in a weird way, so, you treat it like a job. Yeah. Yeah. So,
2: yeah. Um, it's. Uh, I I would still kind of be like some sort of foot soldier, mm-hmm. but it's it's way higher up there. Um. Uh. They, they said that I would be an enforcer. Okay. Enforcer is like you know cops. They, they enforce the law. Hmm. I enforce our law. Gotcha. Right. So. Uh, that, that's the position that they were, um, uh, you know, trying to give me, mm-hmm. but my heart dropped. I was like, dude, like, this is all new to me on top of that. Like, 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 uh, people like you or like uh, anybody else. They, they just don't like, why, why be a, why be a gangster, bro? Like mm-hmm. it, it's, it's a bad life. It's a bad lifestyle.
1: Well, I think it's, I think it's always painted that way for sure. Yeah, exactly. Especially, you know, media and, uh, and movies in general. It was yeah. painted as at least a back bad then. lifestyle. Yeah,
2: I, yeah, yeah. And so, uh, I had to make a decision. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, you know what, uh, I, because to me, I hold true to my values. Mm-hmm. I said, you know what, it in my head, you know what, just uh, uh, I'm just gonna say no. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, if I'm gonna die, I guess I might as well die right now, holding true to my values. Mm-hmm. So it, it it was a hard decision. So I was, I was I was trying to paint it in a way for them where so they can understand. Yeah. And so you know I I kind of conveyed it, and they're like, you know what, we understand. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Yeah. And I was like so surprised, like it blew my mind. Like, like in movies, you, you see in movies like they offer you the position that there's no. There's no, th- there's no there's no option say no. Yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. no there's really no option mm-hmm. cuz all I knew was like the movie side.
1: Mhm. I think most people probably listening to this are probably going to be like, "Oh yeah, that's you know, a movie, something bad's going to happen." You saying no. that?
2: Yeah, you, you know what I mean? Like it, it's it's kind of like that. Mm-hmm. But th- there's more politics to it. Didn't and you realize? Yeah, that there's more to it and uh I mean that there's a lot of people out there hurting and the people that are hurting that, that's kinda how people lean toward uh you know the, the G side, mm-hmm. you know, like being a gangster and all that. Uh at least for me. Yeah. I was hurting and I, I was looking for, for someone and Yeah, you were reaching out were, essentially looking yeah.
1: to just be a part of something. Yeah, in it, a way, you know.
2: You know, like let, let me let me put a label on something, man. Like mm-hmm.
1: so uh What's the word? Uh, sorry to cut cut you off a no, little bit there, but uh, sow some roots. That's the yeah. There you go. That's what I was looking
2: for. There you go. Yeah, and um, it's just yeah. It did, um, after I said no to to the mob, mm-hmm. um, that's when uh, Marcos. It also blew his mind. He's like, damn, like that really happened, mm-hmm. and I was like, yeah, man. But after that, you know, I just continuously kept putting in work Mm -hmm. until one day where it's just like, you might as well be a part of us, man. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you're right. Like, at at that point, I'm already used to it. Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? Yeah. I mean, you guys are like my brothers now. Yeah. And so I got put on, uh, got jumped in and (laughs) 13 seconds of just agony, (laughs) agony, agony.
1: I've seen that and heard that before, at least in movies and media. So I, yeah,
2: yeah, I I can't imagine. It's just, it's weird, Mm -hmm. cause um, like to to most people, uh, being jumped in in a gang. It's brutal. It's this. It's that. You know everything bad about it. The thing is, is that it's so weird. It's, uh, because it's, Mm -hmm. you're like with your brothers, Mm -hmm. right? And, And your brothers are like. Um, how do I even explain it? Like I, I've seen, uh, have you seen the Punisher on Netflix? I have. The yeah. series. Okay. And, and, and you, you know how he, mm-hmm. he's a, uh, well, yeah, just an ex Marine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And going back in the flashbacks and, mm-hmm. and his thing, he, he's kind of jumped into it's being, a, being a part of the brothers. It's in the a Marines. weird camaraderie. It's, it's like now you feel closer. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just, you're with your brothers. They beat the shit <laughs> out of you. And, and you, you come through a stronger man.
1: Man. I, I can't even... I couldn't
2: imagine I, either.
1: I can't even imagine that. Or, like, yeah. picture myself even going through something like that.
2: Me neither. I didn't even know I was getting jumped in. It just happened. It just happened. It just happened. Well,
1: but, they, I'm assuming they just caught you off guard, right?
2: Yeah. Like, like they, they didn't just it's, randomly it's do it. better
1: probably just to do it instead of, like, prepare you for it. it. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Because then you're probably just going to freak out for yeah. a few
2: seconds. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And... So I got jumped in 13 seconds, <laughs> two black eyes, busted up lip, and I'm like smiling, like yeah, like high fiving everybody, like I'm in, I'm in. Mm-hmm. Uh, this this you're is part my family. Of now. Yeah. yeah, and so uh, <laughs> after weeks of recovering, mm-hmm. uh, that that's when I started putting uh, work back in, and um, the 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 last job I did, I I was dealing with drugs, mm. and. I mean uh doing all all this all these other jobs that I was doing mm-hmm. they were violent jobs. Yeah. Uh dealing with drugs is a whole different breed. Uh like before you even start you're thinking like how do I even get customers? How 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 do I find anybody? Mm-hmm. Uh how do I tally out this money? Yeah. Uh so now now you got like that kind of pressure of like thought and like once when you start doing it at least for me cuz um <clears throat> i also had a trash bag and i was actually posing to be homeless mm. at that point okay and um well what, what had happened was okay so i'm pretending to be homeless i got this trash bag full of you know just li- literally i can name like uh of course weed mm-hmm. uh percocet adderall xanax uh black crystal um uh coding mm-hmm. it just just a bunch of shit, and uh i uh, I'm all looking through the labels like what' does this mean what does that mean like what mm-hmm. and so I had to go back to their house like, hey like how do I even read this mm-hmm. and and how do I like scale it out yeah, and it's like no uh it, it's already scaled out for you, and uh the the price is actually this uh they they kind of like hid the price mm-hmm. uh, or or like, a coded the price.
3: Okay.
1: Yeah, like a, like their own language, essentially.
2: Pretty much. Yeah. And so I'm like, okay. All right, yeah, okay, no, all right, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Got to write this down on my phone. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, like, so much infor- information in, like, 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. So go back out there, and I'm like, who am I even selling? To? I have homeless friends. Because of being on the road, you, you get friends with also people that are on the road. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, all right. Like my, 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 my head was just clouded. Mm -hmm. So I'm just, uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm treating this like a business.
1: And it's all new to you too.
2: Yeah. And, uh, since my, my head was clouded, I completely disregarded the, uh, the emotional side Mm. and, uh, like the values and the morals. Mm -hmm. So I'm just straight up business. Go, go up to, uh, my homeless buddies. And I mean, they're, they're, they're already doing drugs and all that. And so the, I'm like, "Hey, what, what you want? I got it uh mm. I, ha- I have this, I got that uh they're they're mainly they're ba- at least back then they, they mainly asked for uh angel dust p c p um what else? Of course weed um and crystal, okay and uh and I had all of that all supplied. And I'm like, all right, yeah. Here you go. This is that. And then, oh, okay. You want this? Okay. Uh, it costs this much. Mm-hmm. Giving it out and <clears throat> you know just uh getting my money. Literally in a week, I. They don't lie when when it when they say it's easy money. Like it just lit,
1: went all in a week.
2: Yeah, it, it, in a week it just uh. Well, no, I didn't even sell all of it in the trash bag. Oh okay. I um. But in a week I made. Five, five thousand three hundred. Wow! In one week. In one week. It's really good. Like damn! Like I, I'm, I'm touching down on bands now, mm-hmm. and you know, so I'm still slanging it, and I get a phone call, um, from a hospital phone, mm-hmm. and the hospital phone uh, on the other end was one of my homeless buddies, mm-hmm. and he said, "Hey, man, like." I just want to. Uh, I just want to let you know, like you're like a brother to me, and like I uh, I love you like a brother. I'm like, where's this even coming from? Mm-hmm. He said, they they said I have thirteen hours. Oh wow. Yep, thirteen hours, uh, due to crystal. Wow. Didn't even know that could even happen.
1: So it's not a it's not an overdose. It's just something else, right? Or no,
2: it's it's from the overdose. It's, uh, it, overdose. it's from the aftermath of the overdose.
1: Oh, okay, okay, wow.
2: It it, it really it really messed him up, mm-hmm. and actually, 24 hours later, he passed away. Wow. And I was like, oh man, like, uh, mm-hmm. I I I'm, I'm really really. Did you need feel lives. guilty
1: for that? Or what I still do, man. Still like, do. Mm-hmm.
2: Like that. That's on me. Yeah. You know, and so. I mean, I already paid my dues on that already, mm-hmm. legally. Yeah. Um. But the, the they just kind of went easy on me. Mm-hmm. Uh. The uh the investigator or whatever. Yeah. And they're like, hey, you know what? Um, we're gonna give you a chance. And you know, I, I was. Uh, they didn't put me on probation. Nothing. I I didn't have to do anything. Mm-hmm. They just kind of put faith in me.
1: That you would do the right thing or, right. or change essentially,
2: right? Gotcha. Obviously, I didn't complete. You know, completely change still, mm-hmm. but uh, I I went back to uh, Marcos's house, mm-hmm. and he was actually in on the road for prison.
1: Mm. Uh,
2: Twenty five life. Oh wow. Uh, triple homicide.
3: <laughs> wow
2: i I had just seen him a week ago, yeah, his parents uh answered the door,, mm-hmm. and they're they're you know pretty much taking out their anger and frustration out on me, yeah, you well, know, yeah, because like they they had no one else to exactly, I and don't who's gonna him. listen, I yeah. guess, yeah, I don't blame him at all. Mm-hmm. and <clears throat> uh, so I just kind of like took the hint mm-hmm. I, I just you know went away, and uh. And also over that time, um, I would actually go back once a week to my foster home because mm. once when you're in a foster home, you get allowance weekly. Okay. I would go back to my foster home just to get my mm. allowance. Mm. And that one time I went to go get my allowance, my social worker popped up. Okay. Right there, and she said, "Hey, pack your bags. Uh, we're transferring you."
1: Huh? Oh, where Where were they sending you?
2: Uh, to Corona. Oh, Okay. Uh, borderline. Uh, Riverside, mm. but Corona. I uh, I went to high school over there mm. in Riverside, uh, Hillcrest High School. Okay. And uh, I mean, I I always had rides over there, but me, uh, like I, I've always been into skating. Hmm. So I always skated over there. Mm. And skated back. And so. Now, that that's a no- whole new story. I still have the trash bag with me.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And um, I get people trying to contact me on my, my, inst- my Instagram.
1: Still trying to uh, like, contact hey, you?
2: Yeah, you know, hey, like, where's the money and where's the bag? Mm-hmm. And um, uh, I contacted them back, but over the phone.
3: Mm.
2: So over the phone, I'm chopping it up with them like, hey, uh, I ended up getting transferred to this foster home over here. Mm-hmm. Um, you can come over here get the bag right now, and you can keep 100 percent of the money. I don't want my cut. Yeah. And they're like, "All right, for sure." And they pull up. I give him the bag. I give him the money. Mm-hmm. And one of those uh, those other uh, essays okay. that helped me out when when I was in front of that liquor store.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, man, I I still forgot his name. I don't remember. He, he wasn't really in the picture but he was there mm-hmm. and he's he he dabbed me up he's like hey man like uh it it's it's been a good ride with you and uh you, you're you're a really good kid man mm-hmm. and um and uh it, it was like a clown car in there yeah and and this other guy hops out and it's the third guy okay from that liquor store
3: mm-hmm.
2: and he said hey man uh uh you you're you're down ass you you, you're you're down, you're, you're, you're down as fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're for sure a rider. Uh, I know you probably don't wanna wanna be in this mm-hmm. uh, anymore. I heard what happened, and in my head I'm like, how the fuck did he even hear that?
1: Yeah, well they got ears, I like, guess. Yeah, yeah, for sure they to do. To the ground,
2: for sure. Yeah, and um, he's like, but if if you ever need anything, you know we got you, man. Yeah, and I was like trust me, like you jumped me in, you ain't jumping me out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so he's like, all right, for sure. You know what? I'm going to give you a little something <laughs> to do, do your own thing with. Mm-hmm. And that's how uh, dirty 1332 came from. Okay. And it's a, it's a side click from that gang. Mm. So you know how crips so like
1: a, like a sister or a small brother, sister, your, cousin, yeah, whatever, whatever you want to call, call it. it. Yeah.
2: Um, so you, you know how crips or bloods have their own clicks mm-hmm. like, uh, there's uh grape street watts uh was it crips yeah and then there's uh 40 gang crips you know you know different cliques and mm-hmm. there's like they're
1: all affiliated they're just yeah different names
2: yeah and like sometimes they beef with each other mm-hmm. so yeah it, it was kind of like that but i mean how loyal mexicans are mm-hmm. they're, they're loyal to their own so we, we don't really we don't really beef with any of our your colleagues.
1: own little small clicks, yeah
2: yeah you know what i mean like I we, we, we're the same thing man Yeah, like, we're we're all doing the same thing it may just
1: be like a different name but yeah you guys are all a part of like the same story mm-hmm. same organization
2: yep and
1: wow man <laughs> that's a very um an intense ride for such a young person
2: yeah man. And it, it just yeah. it just And you're still here. That's that's yeah.
1: that's a positive thing. You're still here.
2: Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I mean it doesn't end there, but yeah. It's uh, cause like the story continues when I'm in Riverside too.
1: No, I understand. Yeah. You know, um that being, you know, a part of a part of your life and a, a big piece of it, you know. I guess in a way that helps you keep going. Yeah, that um,
2: that's um uh, that's what really shaped me. Mm-hmm. to who I am now.
1: I can imagine. Um and, that's a lot for a young kid to go through.
2: Yeah, and even after that I've done even more extreme shit. Mm-hmm. But it, it's it's still the the humble beginnings of that mm-hmm. uh, of that um when I was 15. of that journey. Yeah.
1: You know, I mean, yeah, I don't I don't <laughs> I don't wish for anybody to go through a journey like that, but Me neither. you know, everybody has <clears throat> Their own story and their yeah. own journey to take, you know, and like you said earlier uh, in the show, you know, you mentioned that your own decisions essentially get you to where you're at today, and there's no one else to blame. So, and for you to admit that and to actually have the ability to sense that for yourself, like I think that's huge. You
2: yeah, know, for because sure. a lot of that's people. That's a big accomplishment.
1: Yeah, a lot of people go the opposite yeah. way and they blame others for their. Yep life or their decisions essentially
2: yeah and i've been blamed numerous of times yeah from other individuals and mm-hmm. i like like how you know me now mm-hmm. i still help them out yeah you know uh like uh, uh the, the one that when we're talking about music <clears throat> um mm-hmm. you saw that one guy on the cover yes his name's sicky the prophet okay that that's that's my day one homie mm. well not really day one that th- th- there's one there's of the a, close ones though. Yeah. Like really close. That's my brother right there. Okay. And, um, he's got the same Mark tattoo on me, mm. uh, that he does on him. And so it's, uh, with him, the, the story with him is 2017. I'm 17. And, <coughs> um, he's having beef with this, uh, this one guy that I know and that I'm actually homies with. And I skate with in Yukaipa. Mm. And, uh, he's mad cause pretty much, uh, my homie took his girl. I, that that's how he felt, but it really wasn't like that. Um, I, I almost said her name. Yeah, <laughs> no, you good? You're good? Uh, the the girl actually, um, because I, I had to talk with her too. But mm-hmm. um, the of course there's both sides of the story. Yeah. And one hundred percent, I'm gonna believe my brother more than this random uh, that told me her side. Mm-hmm. Um, but what she said was um. No, it wasn't like that he didn't take me uh from him mm-hmm. it he he just didn't treat me right and whatnot and from my experience with girls, so he did mm-hmm. take you from him <laughs> yeah. so um it's just uh so um going back he uh was having beef with this guy that I'm friends with, and uh he wasn't there at the skate park mm-hmm. 7th Street skate park in Yukaipa. And I still go over there to this day, mm-hmm. even though I got shot over there. But um. Uh, he he pulls up there, the guy isn't there, but I'm there, and he comes up to me and he's like, "Hey, you know Hunter," and I'm like, "Yeah, like why? What? What's up?" Mm-hmm. And uh, he he was like, "Well, if you ever see him, let me know that I'm." effing him up
3: mm.
2: you know and i and i just started smirking and laughing like who who's this fool think he is man like talking to talking to me to tell my my homie that how about you tell yourself that mm. like don't don't be a little bitch about it and uh so um he i just kept smirking and he kept looking back and he's like hey take that smirk off your face take that smirk off your face and I just kept smirking mm-hmm. and he got up like face to face with me and I kept smirking and he kept saying, take that smirk off your face. And one of his homies that that had passed away, mm-hmm. uh, he, he was still alive back then. Okay. Um, he was with them that night. Uh, and, uh, RP to Nick, man. But, um, I mean, I never actually knew him like that, but I know he's a great guy. Yeah. And, but he he went up to Siki and he's like hey like it's not worth it like he's not here so let's just go. Mm-hmm. So they ended up dipping out. Second time, literally 2 weeks later, I'm still scanning over there and he comes back again and he sees me over there. Now he has a problem with me. Mm-hmm. And uh he he pulls up with these people that I actually do know uh from school. Mm-hmm. Not not from the gang life or anything. Mm-hmm. And uh he he's all uh, pressing my line, and and uh, now I'm just like mad dogging him. Like when when I'm when I'm put to the test, like uh, you know, like when it comes to violence and all that, mm. I don't speak. I do not say a word. I just wait. I wait. What happens? I see where it goes. Sometimes I make the first move. Sensing sometimes it out. You know. Yeah. And uh, I'm just not a talkative person when when it comes down to that. Mm-hmm. And. So now I'm just dogging him, and you know he still pressed me. He takes out a knife, and and I take out my knife, and like I'm kind of hiding it, mm-hmm. but he sees it, and I see his knife, and he sees that I see that, and uh he he was like, man, you a bitch, and mm-hmm. you know whatever. He's like, uh you you really trying to scrap right now? You really trying to scrap? He's all pointing uh the direction where where he he wants to fight me at. And I was like, nah, like we can fight right here, and um, cause I I'm also not the top to like do like meetups and like, uh with, with like the opposition. Okay. That's a real real good way to get set up.
1: I would imagine. It's a real yeah. good way. Yeah. I never do that. <clears throat> You're so, smart.
2: Yeah. Like, yeah. Y- y- you gotta you gotta play this game smart. Mm-hmm. And um, so I was like, nah, we can fight right here, and uh. His, his homie saw that he pulled out the knife mm-hmm. and he took the knife away from him and then he pulls out a taser <laughs> he pulls okay. out a, yeah yeah he he pulls out his taser okay and uh, now he's hiding it from his homie so he doesn't take that away mm-hmm. and I still have my knife on me and, and now now we're just dogging each other and uh, his homie he he's all looking at me and my group of friends mm-hmm. and, he, and he's all asking each and one of us how old we are because at the time my homie was 20 okay Something like that, mm-hmm. maybe twenty one, and um, he he's all asking like, "Hey, how old are you guys?" He he goes down the row. Homie says he's fifteen. I'm uh sixteen, about to turn seventeen. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other ones also fifteen. Okay. And so his homie's like, "Hey, it's not worth it, man. Like, the, they're all like underage and shit." Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and Sick is like I don't give up Like Yeah he We're, 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 we're gonna go before. down bro Like he's got a problem with me I got a- Alright go ahead Oh uh, yeah So uh, what happened was um, So eventually You know After asking myself These questions Like what's his problem mm-hmm. Uh, We ended up just shaking hands And After shaking hands we, right then and there, it, it was it was like already like, all right, you you're my brother for sure, And mutual yeah. respect. Yeah, exactly. Like you said, and after that, we ended up hanging around a bunch of my other like ex homies. Mm-hmm. Back then they were my homies, and but now they they're, they're kind of like uh, the opposition. Gotcha. You know, so like you know the the opposing team. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, after that, that that's, that's really just what happened between me and him. And that was it. Mm-hmm. After that, we, we've been straight. I mean, he, he also had like a drug use problem. He, he, he was always downing, swallowing pills. But I ended up, because I, I went homeless for the second time. Okay. After my graduation, actually. Mm. And um, I ended up sleeping on top of this school called Parkview. It's a middle school I went to in Ukaipa. Okay. Literally on top of the roof oh wow <laughs> yeah that, that was like the only place i knew that where no one would bother me and school school was already out is a summer break so i was staying there for i don't know a few days at the time gotcha and during those few days my ex even at the time was hitting me up mm-hmm. saying hey i heard this happen i got a place for you and i just kept blowing her off like no like F you like yeah, don't worry about it. Yeah, like she she cheated on me twice. Mm. What? Why are you trying to make amends? Like, what's done is done.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And but um, my ex told me that I was telling you about in that community mm-hmm. that was starting fights with with the community. Um, he actually made himself homeless with me. Oh wow! And like he, I mean he he had like a few problems at home, mm-hmm. but it was nothing like. Oh, I should leave. I should dip out. Yeah. Um, but he did it, I guess. And he, me and him, we're we're just kind of, just sleeping everywhere, mm-hmm. pretty much. And, uh, eventually, he 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 was just up to that point where he's just like, dude, just take it. Like we need this. So I was like, oh, whatever. Like, F it. Like, all right, for sure. Mm-hmm. And I hit her back up. I'm like, hey. We'll take it And she's like Super excited She was ecstatic Oh really <laughs> She's like Oh my god Yeah She thought really. maybe There was like some hope Yeah yeah Like another chance A third chance mm-hmm. It's like nah <laughs> In my world Two strikes are out Yeah And So She picked me up With her mom And We ended up Going to her house In Capazon Okay Right next door mm-hmm. And Um I was there for Maybe three Four months <clears throat> And she, uh, right then and there, she, she just kept trying to get with me. Like, I'm talking about, like, uh, the same PG-13, but, like, sex and all that. Yeah, I get you. And I'm like, nah, like, I'm, I'm not feeling that. Hell nah. Mm-hmm. And my homie Siki, because he would come over, like, I don't know, probably once a week or something. Okay. And every time he would come, he would stay almost a week. Mm. And... He he started getting like attachment feelings toward her. Oh and, wow! Okay. Yeah, and he's all like, he feels all guilty, and he's like, "Hey, like, how 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 do you feel about me and her? Like, I I know it's it's touchy and all that." I'm like, "Uh, no, nah, it's really not touchy, man." Yeah. You can get with her. I don't care. You know the warning. Yeah. And uh, so he's like, "Oh, okay, for sure." I give him the go ahead, and also didn't end up working out with him and her because she was still having attachment feelings toward me
3: Mm.
2: and i just kept blowing her off i was straight up disrespectful to her straight up Uh, i was just not having it and at that point she started resenting me she's all trying to kick me out but her mom loves me to death (laughs) so i'm just like go ahead try your best get give it give it your go Mm. it's not gonna work and uh but the the part about her mom was that she was also trying to put me on her food stamps. Oh, okay. On her case of food stamps and like trying to help you out. Not exactly, trying to help her out. Oh, okay. And I I instantly saw that as soon as she started asking me. And uh at that point I was I was already in real go- good contact with my mom and she's all telling me like, no, nah, don't do it, like mm. like you'll be stuck on it. Yeah. And I'm like, All right, for sure. And I actually went over there with uh, her mom and I got my own case. <laughs> of okay. Food stamps. I was like, yeah, nah. Uh uh-uh. uh. Wait, we ain't sharing. No. Nah. Uh, I'll still put food in the fridge for you because you're helping me out, but it, you ain't getting all the benefits. Hell no. Gotcha. And, uh, but later on down the road, they, they're kind of at the point where, like, man, what was this kid doing? Because, like, I was, Again, still, de- uh, still depressed, mm-hmm. just like last time in the foster home when I first went homeless. And uh, whenever I'm like super, really, really, really depressed, mm-hmm. just stay in my room twenty four seven. I don't even go out, only just to go to the fridge real quick. That's yeah. it.
1: Feed feed yourself.
2: Exactly. That's yeah. literally it. And man, I I was I was even dirty, man. Like I, I didn't even shower, nothing. Like, I, I would shower, like, a few times here and there, but that's it. Mm-hmm. I would never get out of that room. So they're kind of like, what is this guy doing? He's not doing anything for himself. Understandable. And uh, they didn't really kick me out. They they were, like, thinking about it, but I, I kind of uh, gave them ease mm-hmm. on doing it myself. <clears throat> so I hit on my mom, and by, by that time, she was already, like, a few months clean off of her drugs. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they uh, she helped me move with her in Cherry Valley. Okay. And in Cherry Valley. Yeah, all, I grew
1: up there actually, Cherry Valley.
2: Yeah. It's kind of burnt out. Right? Um, yeah, <laughs> well, maybe, a, maybe
1: a little bit now. Yeah. It's been some years, but yeah, I grew yeah. up
2: there. I mean, like the, the other side is like so nice, like mm-hmm. good community and all that. But on the other side, next to like Beaumont High School. Yeah. Burnt. Yeah. yeah. Burnt, burnt. Mm-hmm. And so we were actually in the mobile home park uh in front of that high school okay and
1: yeah i know that mobile park yeah
2: yeah and she she's literally living in a straight up dope house straight up and she she's clean like i mean she she told me multiple times oh, like over my childhood like uh i'm going to get clean i'm doing this i'm doing that i'm clean whatever yada 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 mm-hmm. maybe was clean maybe 2 days and went straight back to it. So, you know, once when something's said to you multiple times and they say they're going to do something they never do it, uh over time it's, you you kind of already know what's going to happen anyway. So, you you don't have any faith or hope in it.
1: Yeah, and you lose like the trust. Yeah. Kind of Exactly. Yeah. And I know what you
2: mean. So, she she's all saying she's clean. I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." And I'm standing in her like big ass room. She she got a big room in there, but it's just filled filled up to the brim with there's all her stuff so it was just really crowded and i stayed with her maybe a month mm. e- maybe not even that over there and but one time the uh the cops came over there because uh one of her roommates huge dope fiend mm. uh called the cops on her because she's like causing some sort of issue and i didn't know what was going on i just knew that the cops came and i was like what the hell so i went out of the room and I went outside to the front porch, and right there, she's all talking to the uh, police officer. And I'm like asking the police officer, like, uh, I know you guys are probably like trying to talk separately, and uh, you know, try, trying to get each other's story without getting everything mixed up. Yeah. However, what the <clears throat> fuck is going on? Mm-hmm. And it, he he just kind of like fills me in a little bit, and I'm like, this guy, like that this guy's the one that called the cops over over nothing. Yeah. And so I get back in the house. He He's chilling in the living room right next to the front door. And I sit down with him because, like, I mean, he was pretty cool with me. Mm. You know, like, he's also saying I'm a good kid, whatever. And he just starts blatantly talking shit on my mom. Just, like, I don't know if he knew it or not, but he just started talking major shit. Mm. And I kind of, like... Like, I, I'm, sh- I'm sure you would be offended and, like, be <laughs> angry that someone's talking on your mom or, like, your dad or someone. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know what yeah, I mean? Like, someone mom. you're close to.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And so uh, I started getting, like, really, really, really agitated. And then, like, um, at that time, I was, like, back, like, heavy into, like, game banking again. Mm-hmm. Like, before, I was, like, I was still in it, but I-, I wasn't really active. Just not as heavy. Yeah, I wasn't active. Gotcha. And, but... Uh, at that time since I went homeless I was active again so like that that mentality just kind of clou- like clouded me and I was like this guy really wants to get his ass beat like I got you so then you know one word said was to uh said to another and uh I ended up punching him in the nose and in the eye and like just everywhere mainly body shots though cause like he just yeah. kept <laughs> moving around mm-hmm. And And then After that I just gave him like a good like hook And like he just kind of Sat his ass down
3: mm-hmm.
2: And After that I just like Red vision was gone I was like oh, Like what did I just do man Like Yeah Like why what, what? Why did I do that What Yeah And uh, The cop hears all the commotion He He kind of like Well my mom uh, Opened the door for him, hmm. and he looks around and he's like, "What's going on?" And I was like, "Nothing." Like, uh, he like tripped and he just broke a bunch of things. Like, you see all that glass over there? Yeah. And and then he looks at the guy that I had just beat up, and uh, he he's all like bruised up everywhere. And the cop was like, "That wasn't the fall. What happened?" And he's like nothing i I just fell and i said hell yeah no snitches (laughs) no snitches and after that uh we we were in the process of moving out of there Mm -hmm. because of that because the tension was real
1: yeah i can imagine
2: yeah and so like it took like a a whole week to pack up all all her stuff just clumped up in there Mm -hmm. and some of her N.A. friends, which is n- Narcotics Anonymous, like A.A. Yeah. Um, but with heavier drugs and all that. Mm-hmm. Um Some of her friends over there uh, helped her out and, like, helped her move to Del Rosa in San Bernardino. Okay. And, um, you know, by that time, I, I'm going to N.A. meetings with her every single day, every single chance I get. I love going to N.A. meetings, and mm-hmm. I'm not even a, a narcotics user. Mm-hmm. I love it over there. That that's like a whole new other family.
1: Just like positivity, essentially. A whole
2: bunch of positivity and like faith and yeah. and all that. And I was like, this is really cool, mom. Like you you really like touched down on something real.
3: Yeah. She's and, trying.
2: Yeah, and yeah. she's actually for real trying and she not only that, she's she's part of something too. Yeah. Something actually really good. Yeah. And so now we're living with our um Na friends over in Del Rosa,
3: mm-hmm.
2: <clears throat> and um, they're actually really cool. They're really chill. Uh, there's there's a guy named Craig. I didn't really like him much, but he was still cool. Yeah. And there's another guy, Chris, and he's like, he's still the best. He he even shows up to like uh, uh, our cemetery meetings to you know celebrate <clears throat> my okay. mom's uh, birthday and whatnot. Nice. Yeah, like he, he's that's still crazy. kind of around. That's sweet. Yeah, man. And he he had this like really cool dog named Jack. Mm. Super hyper. Messes up every single toy he gets, even the toughest ones. <laughs> nice. And he's a small dog. Yeah. But yeah, over there um that's when I I started like partying a little bit more again, hanging out with uh my homie Sicky. Yeah. A lot more uh going to car meets going to, like, San Bernardino functions that every single time we go there always get shot up. <laughs> like, seriously, like, San Bernardino, I'm sure you already know about San Bernardino.
1: Yeah, San like, Bernardino's pretty bad, yeah. Yeah, I've, it's
2: like the new Compton, pretty much. Yeah, I've had, f- <laughs> I've
1: had friends that have had experiences in San Bernardino, so, I, yeah. yeah, I know it's pretty bad. And there seems to be... They're always on the news, so... Um. Yeah, always. Yeah, always on the news, San Bernardino. But... You know, man, like, I think you've really come, you know, full circle. Uh, You know, you've had, you know, foster home, gang life, uh, passing of your mom at at a young age. You know, and I guess the final question that I really have for you, you know, for the show is with all your, you know, life experience, and you're only 21, so you still Mm -hmm. have a lot more to go. Yeah. You know, know, what is is success – look like for you like what's the future fulfillment fulfillment that's fulfillment. that's what you think
2: success looks like not just money fulfillment happiness
1: okay i like that answer uh, that no. was wow you went i honestly i didn't expect you to just like hit it right to the point
2: i've thought about um, it so many times that's awesome it's like, yeah you know some like what what am i really doing this for
1: yeah that's you know what that's awesome i like i said i'm i'm kind of shocked right now <laughs> I, I didn't expect uh the answer to come you know Right out of the mm-hmm. mouth Right out of the gate um, Cause I feel like Some people
2: Gotta think about don't, it Don't
1: yeah, Have to think about it Or they've never Thought about it right. And maybe this is The first time I've mm-hmm. Like they've ever been Asked that question Like what success Looks yeah. like So for you to come Out of the gate like that Just straight Like that's awesome um, Fulfillment I think that's I think that's what We should all strive for You know And
2: 100% That's literally The American dream Yeah, yeah. Exactly
1: and like I said, again, you know, you've had quite the journey to this point. <laughs> uh, something that I don't think very many individuals maybe have gone through or some individuals probably wouldn't have gone through it or made mm. it this far, right. essentially. So I admire that. And I appreciate it, man. You know, I hope I hope things get better and I hope your music, you know, starts blowing up a little bit more. Yeah, I um, hope so, too. <laughs> yeah. You know, I hope I hope it does. You know, I mean. 13,000 views for one music video mm. in about, what, a few months maybe or a yeah, year? Yeah, a few months, yeah. That's pretty good, yeah. you know, uh, especially yeah, especially for music since there's so much out there mm. uh, to listen to um, and new stuff coming out every hour, every second, you know. even yeah. Even this podcast show, there's thousands and thousands of shows out there that are being recorded right now. Yeah. So, you know, I do hope it blows up for you and I hope the music... It's something that you're still into, even if it's not a career choice, you know, yeah. but your answer on fulfillment, I think career doesn't and matter. life in general should just be fulfillment. Yeah, so exactly. I like that answer. Yeah, I it doesn't matter that.
2: what career you get. It yeah. doesn't matter what you do. Mm. You know, happiness and fulfillment is what, what you should be looking for. I like that answer.
1: Yeah. I think, I think we can end on that answer. It's <laughs> very positive. I like that. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, So remember, guys, that life is an adventure. So live it on your own terms. I'll see you guys soon. Bye.
2: Late.
0: You've been listening to Your Adventure Podcast with Dustin Emery. We hope you've gotten some useful and practical information from this podcast. And we hope that you've been truly inspired and motivated. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hook up with us on Instagram at Your Adventure Podcast. Until next time, this is Your Adventure Podcast signing off.